this on that on that on that connection shit. I'm gonna tell you what be fucked up. Like when you got a struggle connection, and you might lead a barber chair, and he the you know all the shit done brushed and laid down to a connection. Then you go to sleep and wake up, and you can't get. You can't get that section to do what it did. <laughs> he trying to figure out what comb he got. <laughs> Would he spray your beard? Yeah. You sure that was just uh? <laughs> that's he said what comb he got. Like nigga, that's a number three. Like, <laughs> With some moose or some shit. Mm-hmm. What Girl, angle? Shit, man. Are you yeah. uh? <laughs> yeah. Like God damn. Man. No, that's a that's definitely a ladies' challenge as, as well. That uh, you can never recreate the look the stylist gave you. Mm-hmm. It's never the same. Mm. However you look, whatever you got your hairstyle to, you need to go out that night. Yeah. Damn. With that with that dude, because you cannot recreate it the same way. You can get right. close. You're still gonna look. Cute, but it's not going to be the same thing that was achieved at the time. It's something mm. about that crispiness. Mm. Come from under the dryer, and that shit laying right, or has it got a bounce that your hair didn't? Mm-hmm. You can't recreate the time yeah, you lay that's... down. Like you said, you lay down, you do everything she told you to do. Mm. You bought the products, and, then and that shit still expired. It get you. It get you back to like 88 percent. Mm. And sometimes it take ninety percent to get your rent paid. So that's that. Be a fun <laughs> hey, well, if you're in the club, you don't really need all hundred percent. To be honest, we, we can drink all night off seventy. Shit, we can drink all night off fifty five percent. Right. That's a, that's y'all niggas is real easy to get a drink off of. That's that's real shit. Yeah, I feel like if I buy a bitch a drink, she didn't uh, she didn't accomplish anything special. No. <laughs> like, bitch, I budgeted for I budgeted for four drinks. And I came with this motherfucker. And so did she. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 she wore just enough clothes to get four drinks. <laughs> I used to get ready for the club and be like, "How how tipsy do my whole committee need to get tonight?" Okay, all right. No bra it is. Right. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. That's what you scroll through the closet and be like, "Okay, I gotta wear the red one." <laughs> Greasy oh, had a rough shit. day at work, so. <laughs> <laughs> Pies is out today. <laughs> oh my uh, shit. Grease got on her Tim's. <laughs> Let me, <laughs> Let me hey, put on hey, these hey, oven mitts. Hey. <laughs> Let me let me safety pin two oven mitts together <laughs> to go outside. Wait, but has it has it ever been a time where where you achieved a drink? And then since Grease had on the Thames, like that drink went to a bitch. <laughs> like, no. Whatever happened no. with him, it ain't matter to me. Uh, I would literally be like, oh, the tab is open. Can my girls? And then they'd be like, yeah, okay. If Grease, if Grease liquoring up another bitch on the side, that has nothing to do with me. Okay, <laughs> I see what you mean. So that's a, so that's a different uh that's a different pipeline. Yeah, and we ain't, fuck with, we ain't fuck with dudes. Mr. Janelle ain't never target a nigga that was clocking the the, the clocking tab. The, clocking, oh, right. I no. clocking, the, clocking the drink trajectory. Not yeah. <laughs> I always dealt with dudes who was you like, nah, the bar's yours. 
Yeah, yeah, we all yeah. She only targeted niggas that would be like whatever you you and your girls want. And that was it. Uh, Imagine a nigga following a Drake to the landing spot. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that nigga though. I've seen niggas see a drink through to the bathroom. <laughs> that's a real nigga though. I he feel like that's... see it through to the bathroom. <laughs> that's a real nigga. Hey, C Major. C Major. Better not give that vodka breath to another nigga. That's real (laughs) shit. Hey, C Major, when you buy a bitch a drink, right? How how long do you own her? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nah, until the whole however many ounces in that glass is, is through. And then. After that moment, I still have to decide if there's still auxiliary time that I own her. Real shit. That's real shit what he said. Because even after she pee, depending on what drink it was, bitch, I still got you until you burp. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn, y'all be selling yourself short. I swear. What? God, that, just a drink? Just just yeah. a length of the drink. That's that's the only... <laughs> Never. Look, because I... It can get it can get <laughs> it can get violent real quick. Uh, then then you need to stop. <laughs> Y'all party different than us, right? I, never, <laughs> I think we actively avoided niggas like y'all in the club. Damn, Probably. We could tell it, yeah, niggas. We could tell which niggas was gonna watch the drink. <laughs> y'all look like y'all gonna watch the train. That's real shit. <laughs> niggas with the button up, with the two buttons undone. Yeah. The nigga, the, the nigga that signed the receipt right after the drink. <laughs> yes. Shit. That tab don't stay open. <laughs> the nigga with the with the church shoes on, with his jeans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That yeah. nigga's watching the drink. But honestly, though, shout out to the niggas who, cause, cause I've encountered quite a few niggas who just wanted to see ladies having a good time. Uh, shout out to the niggas who invited us to VIP sections and didn't ask us for nothing. Uh, gave us drinks, you know, did, like, cause you, you doing it in the interest of seeing people have a good time. If, if something else comes from it, it's whatever. But that, that wasn't the intent going in. We were, I think, in a time where. And in an area, I think, where we were blessed to to be able to party with niggas who just wanted to make sure we were good. We even, like, as far as Go-Go's went, we even, like, linked up with niggas who wanted to make sure we were safe, who would, like, stand around us and make sure creep niggas wasn't trying to touch us and stuff like that. So shout out to real niggas who, who wanted to see ladies enjoying themselves, you know. Yeah. Stay out there. Yeah, they, y'all don't get enough credit for that. Yeah. Y'all really yeah. don't get enough credit for that. They are what out she, there. What she they basically, are not on this podcast. What she basically described was money laundering niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, uh, these niggas ain't kind hearted. They just know they got to get rid of them bills. That's all. <laughs> Possibly. Whatever it was, we benefited strong from from 95 to about 03. Damn. Yeah, y'all got it good too, cause like as men, shit, it, you, we gotta we gotta actually do work just to get a motherfucking PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, niggas gotta fake shout. a whole relationship. The price of a drink and the price and of a PlayStation are, are very different. Yeah. No, I'm saying the fact that y'all could go and get in the VIP consistently for a whole summer. <laughs> Women don't do that for men. We got we. 
Did you know how much convincing we got? Men to come to the club for us. And and excuse me, but I know a lot of women support niggas. Y'all get places to stay. Like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? But, but what, we got, what what they got to do for that though? Yeah, I gotta say I love you. <laughs> you gotta do a You gotta say I love you. That's <laughs> you gotta. Chicks, you gotta get, chicks get drinks, meals, little gifts. I see shoes, niggas driving, taking over, I taking over their they, they whole my, car. My history. Taking over their <laughs> woman's <laughs> whole car. Yeah, uh, yeah moving in with their woman. Taking like, come on, but man. he don't want to be there. woman. Cr- <laughs> He's not doing that. Well, he, he just actually, needs to be there. Yeah, he got he to gotta wake up with her every day. He got to move all his stuff in there. Like, he yeah. essentially has to... He got to bring his bag, bring <laughs> his one trash bag of shit. Right. Hey. One the trash woman. bag and, and a football. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas don't move. Hey. Y'all niggas got a trash bag of clothes, a football, and a basketball. And you talk about and a PlayStation controller. Yeah. <laughs> Just the controller. Just the one. Just the one. I see you I've helped some of y'all niggas move. <laughs> Damn. And you helped them all in a Toyota. Yes. That shit took two hours. <laughs> <laughs> he said that shit took two hours, nigga. We got all your shit. Take two out 20 minutes. He was standing on the corner with his trash bag. This is one grocery trip and shit. <laughs> Can you take me to my mama house? All right. <laughs> That's some real shit. I remember I say that they could get on the bus with luggage, like like, and not luggage like he was about to go on a trip, but like this nigga, this is all his shit. Like he just got kicked out the house. Got kicked out. Hey. Like goddamn, all I, your I, shit can fit on the B two. Like I've been, moving, <laughs> I've been moving niggas back in with they mama since beepers. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's some humbling shit. The fucked up thing is at his mother's house. That's where he. That's where all the. That's where all the furniture level shit is at his mama's house. Cause that nigga mm-hmm. know he know he gonna he gonna go back there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, ma, I'm gonna leave this whole bed here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean times I had to move before I finally took the bed from my mother's house. <laughs> like, <laughs> I slept with an air bed at two separate residences <laughs> just because I, I said, no, nah, this bed got to stay at mama house. So I kept my room. Nigga, said, nigga ain't going to give up his room because once you take your bed out your mother house, she going to use that shit for something else. Y'all oh, ain't yeah. slick and moms know. What you doing with this bed? Uh, uh, mm. We got a set. <laughs> Keep this here. Just keep that there. Just keep my posters on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I knew a nigga had fully moved in with me. I came home and it was a damn bearskin rug and a scarface. (laughs) 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 Fucking poster. Whole aesthetic. My whole vibe was different. I walked in the house to a whole different vibe. Yeah, Miss Janelle house turned into the drug kingpin's joint like overnight. Nigga had a gold AK. Yeah, (laughs) that's real shit. You walk as soon as you see, soon as that nigga bring his motherfucking good times uh, picture hanging on the wall. (laughs) And y'all all all know my Steve, so y'all know I have an aesthetic 
with my living space. Uh, whole thing was gone. My nigga <laughs> just changed that whole. Nigga put the bear skin right, right, right at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine. What if you had to take down one of your hang, your floating shelves and shit? Like, how would you respond to that? Hold on, did the bear skin actually, did it have the head of the bear yes, on that it was The head. <laughs> you could kick the snout. Yeah, the head was facing the door, my nigga. Talk about I thought I, I, I went in there to get some of my own shit. I turned around and left. No, this ain't her house. This ain't the spot. Keyword, but that's not her. <laughs> no bullshit. Oh, this, this key must go to every apartment. <laughs> Real shit. shit, man. Oh man, let's. You got something for us, C Major? Uh, what we got right here is the the good homie Stacy Waves with a new track called 007. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like. I feel like 007, Glock right by my waist Don't get stirred up, baby just make it shake Time's running out, so when it can't be late I'm on a mission, so I can't do no dates Got a blonde black bitch and an all black whips All my agents got the beam, aim assist, they don't miss I've been a nice and suits, she say no one is nice as you I like how you keep it cool, to keep it a hundred, I love you boo but I got a target, uh, Franklin, Graham, and Jax, they almost won it, so I'm on it, uh, use that pistol once, then I discard it, all you braided, uh, left that girl behind, she's so outdated, yeah, I'm faded, uh, but I'm still that legend in the making, uh, pull up valet, part the way. Dope shit, dope shit, dope shit. Um, before we get this thing all the way started and I introduce the podcast, I want to send uh, a special birthday shout out to the boy, Brian. One of our listeners, a faithful listener to the podcast. Yep. Have a good one, man. Celebrate. I know this is a fucked up in situation to be having a birthday, but do your thing, Brian. Hey, uh, man. Liquor store is still open. Go in, fact, go in fact the bitch. Sorry, no. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, I also want to send uh, RIP to one of my coworkers that I work with for my goodness, for like seven years, uh, rest in peace, uh, Gretchen. Uh, she was a very witty, funny person, very cool to work with, and a true ally. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we were talking a couple of weeks back about how your allies they had to tell you what they right. were doing. Right. They didn't have to post. I knew what she was about. She was always about it. Uh, she spoke out against injustice and inequality at the workplace uh she had everybody's back um and shout out to her uh rest in peace to her excuse me and condolences to her family and those of us who knew her well we're all this is it was unexpected and so we're all kind of shocked by that news um rest in peace rest in peace r.i.p 
Let's move on. Uh, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host. Chanel. Our producer extraordinaire. C Major. And that dude in the corner. D.O. All right, let's get into this job news here. I'm scared to share my screen again, because y'all, if I fuck up a word, I don't need y'all looking. <laughs> so what? I'm not going to share my screen. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Amazing. Let's do it. Y'all can clown me all y'all want. Whatever. We may we may be helpful today. So <laughs> no. Nah, CEO's on his best fuck shit today. <laughs> and he sound like Bun B. <laughs> no more shit. <laughs> uh, Vince Carter confirms that he is retiring after 22 years in the NBA. He says, "I'm officially done." God. Damn, 22 Man. years. Mm. You think Did anybody's going to outlast that? Anybody's going to do 22? Well, somebody already has. Well, a couple people are, a couple people have already eclipsed 22 years, if I'm not mistaken. I believe Robert Parrish holds the record. Robert is? Yeah, I, I was think. thinking I was thinking maybe that was before my time, but Robert Parrish is not before my time. That's pretty cool. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, what's my man name? Uh, Kevin... What's his name? Not nah, Garnett. what you call it? Garnett was was the leader with twenty one. The okay. what you call it just beat it with twenty two. Wait, who the y'all y'all know the dude I'm talking? He plays center. Uh, he was always cut up. He kind of looked like a poor man's David Robinson. Kevin, damn, I forget no, I'm not his name. Familiar. So 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 C major, you said that twenty one years was the record. Kevin Garnett was Kevin Garnett, and yeah, and that was the record. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe Robert Parrish played played uh, more games, but it wasn't over the course of as many years, seasons. Mm. Maybe that's what it was. Robert's not. Nah, Robert Parrish was the first to play twenty one. Mm. So yeah, he okay. So he was tied with Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I thought this was a feat, man. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. BC, yeah, BC just yeah, he he got it. Do you see any of the current? NBA players probably eclipsing this? Not in this era. Hell no. Nah, not the way the game is. Yeah, I hope yeah. not. Yeah. I don't know. We they relying a lot on the jump on the jumper now. So I mean you got a dude that was driving to the paint consistently and getting all types of bodies and, you know, getting beat up on the way there. I would think that that was more of a feat, you know, completing twenty two years playing, you know, a part of that portion of the league rules as opposed to now where you can't even hand check anybody. I think we might oh, see hell this. Yeah. I think we this was this. a beast. Yeah. But I just, I, I, my thing is, uh, let me let me rephrase that. I think that they can. Mm-hmm. I hope that they don't. Like, I hope that people just get in, get their money and, and go. Brian will do it. He was the one I was thinking about too. If he does it, it's gonna be with uh it's gonna be with a, a different motive, I think. It's gonna probably yeah. be because he wants to play with his son. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. But I feel I feel like Miss Janelle said, like uh the players uh uh I think they're definitely capable of it, but there's not as much incentive in playing for twenty years as it was before. Because yeah. in, in most cases you're gonna get a huge contract within the first five years. So all the money's going to be there, you know. Then we had a, we got several players that got the fuck out of there. Brandon Roy got out of there, uh, got up out of there early, didn't he? 
Oh, his knee got the fuck up out of there. Oh yeah, true shit. True <laughs> shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I think one of the things that we need to keep an eye on as well. Uh, I, I, the only reason why I think it's going to happen again is because of the NFL uh, with their rule changes. You're seeing a lot of quarterbacks, specific type of players, play longer. So I'm thinking specifically of of people who shoot threes. I'm not. Th- mm. I'm not thinking about you know your power forwards and and your and your centers that might be a little more close to the to the net. I'm thinking of your your two guards, your uh, your Kyle Corvers and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, th- I'm Let me let me go back on that because I think a lot of niggas don't want to be home. I'm thinking about what retirement <laughs> looks like for a lot of the cats. They gonna they end finish. up. Like, <laughs> end up like Jay Cutler. Right, so I think you you onto something there, Grease. I think niggas whose bodies will allow them might might be in the league for a really long time. I remember, like maybe five years ago, I might have asked Miss Janelle if Vince was really still playing. I mm-hmm. just didn't, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, the athleticism alone. I, I I he's one of those players that I wish would have got a ring. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, not not. I, I fucked cool. with him. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, not necessarily for um, just because he's been in the league that long, but he was a superstar, dude. Like, if you were able to watch Vince in his prime, he did some things that, first of all, I, I never paid attention to Toronto. Yeah. Nobody yeah, he, did. Yeah, he definitely made them, a, he made them a market to watch. And just for that alone... I, I think he should. He should have. He should get an honorary ring. Um, I've been a fan of Vince since he was at UNC, and I, I've always appreciated his game. And he's one who who came into the league, did what he had to do, and like we said, his prime. That was must see basketball in in a in a market that people really weren't checking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the onset of you know Toronto becoming a thing. He made you want to watch those games. And then it was like dominating dunk contests wasn't it. You could just catch him doing that flash shit in a game. So that's that's what I was about to say. Like that two I think it was two thousand or two thousand one, that dunk contest, Vince, uh Vince probably now fuck probably, he definitely has like three of the best all time dunk contests from one dunk contest. Meaning Mm consecutive dunks like those right mm-hmm. there like I, I guarantee you they're top 10 all time and not only that but he has an Olympic moment that I think will never be eclipsed yo oh, he's gonna live forever my nigga this dude cleared a dude that was like 7-2 on yeah. the drop step <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah two step a, gather yeah. Yeah. he's an alien for real for real yeah Let's move on. Texas realtors uh, are removing the term master bedroom um, from their listings. Did anybody ask for this? <laughs> this ain't it. Nah. And really, in the real estate world, there's so much real shit that needs to be done from the way that people steer financing to black people, to the neighborhoods that they show black people, to the way that they tell black people selling their homes that they need to market their homes. That's the type of shit that needs to be dismantled. When you're talking about the largest bedroom that probably has the most 
amenities that got the bathroom attached to it. Nobody's thinking about slavery when you say master bedroom. Actually, I... But, but, <laughs> <laughs> what about owner suite? Isn't that a term that they use? To? Owner suite, whatever. But that wasn't where the issue was. Like if I'm, if I'm on whatever Texas board is, whatever their realtor group is, we need to do some other things first. All of this performative shit is cute, but there are really issues in real estate that affect black people negatively. And, and being as though real estate is the manner by which most, most people acquire wealth in this country, there's a lot that needs to be done before we start worrying about what we call the largest bedroom in the house. Yeah. Uh, well said. Well said. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Let's move no on. If I, I'm calling my big bedroom the master bedroom. Basically. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Change, change. You could change the name of it, but don't fuck with the construction of the house. Like, <laughs> I still want a master bedroom. I don't, just you can call yeah. it whatever you want to call it, but make sure that motherfucker got a bathroom attached to it. I'm just <laughs> yeah, I don't. Because I don't want to have to shit with the peasants, man. You know, that's real <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on just a second. I'm sorry. Does he realize it's Sunday? Okay. All right. Sorry. The kid the kid was coming by and asked if we wanted something from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Wait. Damn. Well, he was gonna, <laughs> they, they were gonna go he was gonna go and knock on the door or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Homie was about to do, but I had to, I read the text. It was Jeez. Like, somebody notify him that he's that going in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that nigga, that nigga got the key. <laughs> oh man. man, that's some good gags. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's some great. I, I, you know what? I should have asked for. I should have asked for a zip. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. Zuckerberg loses seven billion dollars as firm boycott firms boycott Facebook ads. I'm seeing a lot of people pull out of Facebook. What what are y'all takes on that? And let me let me first let me read what's going on. Shares of social media company fell eight percent on Friday, the most in three months after Unilever, one of the world's largest advertisers, joined other brands in boycotting ads on the social network. Unilever said it would stop spending money with Facebook's properties this year. The share price drop eliminated $56 billion from Facebook's market value and pushed Zuckerberg's net worth down to $82.3 billion, according to Bloomberg Billionaire's Index. That also moved the Facebook chief executive, chief executive officer down one notch to fourth place overtaken by Louis Vuitton boss Bernard Arnott, who was elevated to one of the world's three richest people along with Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. So companies from Verizon to Hershey have also stopped social media ads after critics said that Facebook has failed to sufficiently police hate speech and disinformation on platforms. Coca-Cola said it would pause all paid advertising on social media platforms for at least 30 days. Your thoughts? Mm. Well, when they, I wonder when they say this, are they including Instagram in the, in the value? Unilever is. 
they said they weren't going to do anything with Facebook or their affiliated um, sites. Um, my thing is, it's interesting to me the what we're witnessing right now um, with this movement because the complaints about the disinformation that Facebook has been allowing really ramped up in 2016 with the presidential election. Um, and Zuckerberg has doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on the fact that he's not going to stop that. He's not going to stop politicians, not stopping people from spreading nonsense and bullshit. Um, then, as I've actually been a victim of, I've seen Facebook censor and remove shit that was actually factual <laughs> um, because of the subject matter. So it's really been working as a propaganda machine for a long time. I think what is happening now with the civil unrest and the spotlight being on the ways in which oppression is taking form and taking shape, um, people making these moves is good, but people need to stick with it. Like Coca-Cola is always about that dollar. So they saying we're going to pause for 30 days is, is on brand for them. But I would hope that, um, that companies start making start making people accountable for for the nonsense and the bullshit that they're that they're choosing to spread. I think um, part of it, and, and people don't understand the the net neutrality issue that was brought up maybe ten years ago. And part of net neutrality is this: like, are we holding the companies who host social media? Uh, platforms accountable for things that people post and and if so then what is the result of that so initially the answer was no and we decided to as a country let the owners or the hosts of the social platforms decide for themselves whether they wanted to regulate speech and I think what you're hearing now is that um the users of Facebook want Facebook to 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 streamline or to reevaluate how they're doing that. Because like you said, Ms. Janelle, there's like, there are several articles, I know some posts that I kind of, I'm one of those people that go back in my timeline and a lot of news articles that I saved are no longer there, have been removed. And because of whatever this, um, rule or content uh, violation and they're very ambiguous about it mm -hmm. they don't really tell you exactly what it violates they just say that the content wasn't that didn't abide by their practice or whatever I forgot how, how they said it but it's a very vague I can tell you exactly how they said shit I'm sure several of your posts get bullshit <laughs> <laughs> They be on that bullshit. Because the thing yeah. is, like, y'all y'all not policing hate speech, but if I post a little piece of a titty, I get thrown in Facebook jail. <laughs> I just don't get it. Man. That's one way of looking at it. Another, another <laughs> issue that I've been having with uh, Facebook is that a lot of, they benefit highly from the traffic that's generated from other people's work. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of their ad base, a lot of the reasons why they charge so much for the advertising revenue is because we, as users of the platform, post other people's work on the platform. And instead of that 
news organization or that blog or that whatever getting the ad dollars facebook's get it and they don't share the money they don't share the profit it doesn't trickle down to the actual content that drove if i post a story that goes viral the people in that story the the author of that story nobody sees the money generated from all of the looks on that article and that has been an issue with content creators with a lot of um, journalists who and who have begged their CEOs and their top execs to not allow their articles to be posted or shareable on Facebook. Um, so there's a, a bevy of different issues that Facebook is facing right now. I know a lot of people after the elections, a lot of my Facebook, a lot of people I work with decided that was enough. That was it for them after that whole thing went down with the last election. And I've actually been toying with it. I've been going back and forth. It does benefit me here for this platform. I love our group on Facebook, uh, but there are a lot of inconsistencies there that they have to work out. So Zuckerberg needs to get his shit together. Yeah, man. Cause every time I try to post my kill whitey shit, they always be talking about some nah. That's what they say. They talk they about some nah. nah. They talk about some nah. That, that's all. They just say nah. Huh? I mean, that's what I got from it. They said a lot more. But. <laughs> <laughs> they but. Did they suspend you? Nah. <laughs> the same so, answer. Huh? So <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, gave me some nah. Let me go with a warning. <laughs> let's let's move on. American Airlines Group Inc plans to sell flights to capacity starting in July, abandoning caps on passenger loads that were designed to promote social distancing amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Didn't, wasn't this released the same day that Delta, Delta said that they uh, had 10 or more flight attendants die from COVID? <laughs> they was flying out COVID. <laughs> Yeah. They're actually transport transporting COVID from city to city. But American Airlines and I believe Southwest and one other airline are all planning to book their flights to capacity now. Customers still will be notified when they're booked on crowded flights and can move their reservations at no cost. So that is a plus. But the airline said in a statement Friday that starting Tuesday, American also will ask customers to certify that they have been free of COVID-19 <laughs> symptoms for the previous 14 days. So is that like a survey? They just going to say, have you? Like yeah, that's, that's just like you tell a bitch, I ain't fucking nobody else. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much it. You're right. You're right. Oh, you <laughs> and they grab you and say, look at me in my eye and tell me. <laughs> right. oh, I tell ain't dude. fucking nobody else. <laughs> you tell a dude, I ain't late. <laughs> Oh Lord! Oh shit! <laughs> oh, they look you dead in your eye. <laughs> it's coming. My period coming. Since when you been tracking my period? Anyway. You knocked it back. Hold <laughs> <Right. laughs> up, bitch! It's been three weeks in my bathroom. In my bathroom, don't smell funny. <laughs> Trash can is empty. Uh, right. It's all white tissue. But also, July 1st is the day that the European Union has decided that they will start accepting tourists again. And they have said explicitly that 
uh, people from the United States of America's passports will not be honored and we will not be allowed. Wait, 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 run that back. You say that you say Europe says they're not accepting. No, they are opening up again for uh, for tourists and they are not going to allow Americans. Wow. No American passports. I think they should restrict it to no American passports from Georgia, Texas, and Florida. <laughs> Florida, South South Carolina. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Those where the hotbeds are. Like if you <laughs> if my passport says I've been chilling in the house <laughs> in Maryland, I should be able to go to Spain. Georgia and Florida is a bad motherfucker. I don't even feel like Louisiana should accept Georgia and Florida. Like, oh, you right, for real. <laughs> Alabama should should try to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama slowly create the fucking uh, vault. Like, a, what is that vault line to try to yeah. separate themselves from Georgia? I was telling uh, T Boom the other day that the African dust cloud that's heading their way. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. So if y'all start turning into a zombie, mm. then you got to keep the parents yeah. down there now visiting. Mm-hmm. Me, and yeah. C, me and C Major will, will find new parents. Okay. Yeah. So y'all y'all got to keep the parents. Yeah, man. That's you real shit. I, I know somebody who try, drives trucks for a living, and he said he's never seen anything like it, and he's driven through dust storms in Arizona and in Texas and New Mexico and places where you would think that a dust storm would be pretty normal. He said, this shit ain't normal. (laughs) It came across the fucking ocean. It's angry. This is different dust. (laughs) This is different. This this is angel dust. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if it had components of angel dust in it. But trust yeah. and believe, I FaceTimed the parents this morning just to make sure they look alive and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, tell them to show their thumbs and shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what the back you of your neck. <laughs> Let me see your plate. <laughs> right. uh, let's move on. Federal officials allowed distribution of COVID-19 antibody tests after they knew many were flawed. Uh, what? I don't have no comment for this, really. Uh, let me read a little more of this, though. Federal officials failed to immediately stop the distribution of many COVID-19 antibody tests they knew were flawed, leading to inaccurate data about the spread of the virus. Congress is now investigating why the FDA did not review the tests it allowed to be distributed widely throughout the U.S., Sharon Alfonsi's three-month investigation into the faulty test will be broadcast on 60 Minutes tonight at 7 p.m. So if you want to get some more information on that, that's Sunday, June 28th. Because who knows when C Major is going to post this episode? <laughs> it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't all his fault, but go ahead. No, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. But who knows when he's going to post that? <laughs> but but Congress can't get up in up in arms about this to me because the FDA is moving in line with all of them. It's moving in line with the president. 
Congress, all of that shit. Because the thing about it is, if y'all keep saying, if y'all keep demonstrating that y'all not serious about this shit, why, why as the FDA would they go hard? Like we, we've set the tone that we don't give a fuck from the time that we understood that the president knew about this shit in October. So now you're going to come through and say, Congress is going to be like, we need to get into why the FDA didn't. No, fuck that. Why didn't y'all pass a stimulus that kept going so that people could practice, uh, could, could self quarantine and people would, would not suffer and force themselves into reopening. Why should we give a fuck when the president hasn't had the task force say anything about COVID-19 for two months? Don't come and look at the FDA now and point the finger when we just go with the whole the whole notion of not giving a fuck like all of y'all are. This is a got, not give a fuck party and we just joined in and now y'all want to look at us like we wrong. Fuck oh, you, you say not give a fuck party? Why didn't they exactly. invite me? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I didn't know I could be on the I could be in the president's board. <laughs> FDA brought the chips to the I don't give a fuck party and now y'all want to uh, look at them. Nah. Damn, and they brought the jumps with the hint of lime. <laughs> hey, my dog, I will get up right now and show them drinks in camera. They're my favorite fucking chips, brother. Nigga, this jumps is fire. <laughs> fucking dog, fire. Dog, I ate a whole bag one time and forgot that I had some salsa. Like, <laughs> like yeah, that's real shit. Real shit. I, All I I'm saying is, if if them chips, if them hint of line chips got COVID in them, I'm gonna still eat them. Well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just gonna say that I'm concerned about the level of tracking that's going on with these faulty tests. So if you understand that the tests are faulty, and people who tested positive for antibodies actually don't have antibodies. And they're walking around like, do do do. I'm good to go. I don't have to wear a mask. And and you're tracking that. You're producing faulty numbers when it's time to lay out. When it's time to release this magical app that they're planning to release, that says you're in a high COVID. You're at high risk to contract because you're around a lot of people who have it and don't have the antibodies or oh no you're safe because you're in a pop you're in you're surrounded by people who have tested positive for the antibodies no actually the FDA and several of their stakeholders knew that those tests were faulty and we have no accurate data about who is walking around with antibodies and who isn't so Good luck with the tracking that they're trying to do and trying to impose on all of us. Um, uh, and I told, I told uh, Gerasmo, I've told a couple of people, I don't trust the antibody test. I never have. I don't understand the purpose of it. Um, I think it's, it's, I think it's one of those things that kind of gives you a false sense of invisibility. You know, you go get this test. they 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 are already tracked. That's you are essentially giving them permission to track you. And then when you leave and you find out that you do have the antibodies, then you walk around here like you could do anything you want to do. And that's not the case. Like you King Tut or some shit. Right. Like you Thanos out this motherfucker. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
Um, let's move on. If you've been tested for COVID-19 at this lab, health officials say uh, you need to get tested again Damn. at this lab. It's like, nah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the advance. Nah, go to D.C. General. Get the lady with the Q-tip. <laughs> the Advanced Pain Medicine Institute in Maryland may have produced invalid COVID-19 test results. Health officials are encouraging patients to get retested. So you got to go through that hellish process again. If you went to the location in Greenbelt, Maryland, the, where the Maryland Department of Health has ordered to immediately end all collection and process the COVID-19 specimens, at the Advanced Pain Medicine Institute, um, the APMI. An investigation revealed some discrepancies. They're not going to tell you how much, what the discrepancies mm-hmm. are, huh? Hmm. So, let me see. Secretary Robert <laughs> R. Neal, not no relation to C Major and I, <laughs> with MDH issued an order requiring APMI to terminate immediately all collection and processing of COVID-19 specimens. The Maryland Department of Health's primary concern is the health and safety of Marylanders, says Secretary Neal, until Advanced Pain Medicine Institute demonstrates that it is in full compliance with the Code of Maryland regulations. It must cease all COVID-19 specimens collection, specimen collection and processing. Patients who receive testing from APMI at any of the listed events may have invalid test results. What do, what do those event locations have in common? Oh, shit. Uh, June 6, 2020, the Church of Philippi at Race Road, Hanover, Maryland. June 13, 2020, at Southern Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland. June 16, 2020, at Bilingual Christian Church in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying Hey man, hey man, I'm talking that shit too, dog. God is God upstairs watching this shit on the big screen <laughs> with the earth on autopilot. <laughs> Jesus, like I, Jesus, like I ain't ready for these motherfuckers. Keep them down there. <laughs> APMI is required to notify patients that their test results may be invalid and is ordered to provide a complete accounting of all patients that tested at their facilities to MDH. What, 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 we can't trust anything. You can't trust the antibodies test. You can't trust the COVID test. What, what are we doing? We have nothing. serious ways. We have nothing. We have a government that doesn't care. We have a government that's not supposed a federal government that's not supporting governors. We have governors who don't even believe that this is a real thing, that don't believe that it's a real threat. We have governors who are under the pressures of capitalism, who don't want to see their constituents um, lose their homes, lose their businesses. So they're doing things uh, that are contrary to good sense and safety, which we're seeing in Maryland. Um, Hogan started out on what seemed to be the right track, but um, Again, on the day that we reported our largest number of new cases, we entered phase four of reopen. Um, And I think that's due to pressure. That's due to not having any other support. That's due to not being able to tell businesses how they can function, you know, with no, with no monetary support. That's with not having your, your citizens 
get any more stimulus, not having your citizens get their um, unemployment money on time. So you do fuck shit like open everything up. Um, we're seeing the fruits of the inaction of this administration in real time. And we don't have anything. We don't have any recourse. We don't have any support. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Niggas was just guessing and shit. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. They were. It was a lot of guessing. Niggas playing eeny, meeny, miny, moe. <laughs> they playing <laughs> they play Resident Evil 2 without the book and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you just push your zombies. Yeah, you ain't got go. no gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no strategy. Your weapon. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like... It's, mad as you want to be at, at individuals who don't want to wear masks and things of that nature, which is also a problem. But you got to think like when you see that graph that shows the United States cases up top and every place else in the world, uh, they dip drastically. What you have to understand is those other places actively paid their citizens to stay at home for four months. We did not get that. So what we're living in right now is the result of half-assing support off break and misinformation. And so now we're like, oh yeah, everything's open back up. Not because anything is any safer, but because of capitalism. And now you can, you can target individuals and say, oh, y'all don't care about other people. Well, there's that, but there's also, I have to be out here to survive. You know what I mean? And that's a different, that's a different animal. Real that's shit. And I, that's real. I've uh, I follow like I've I've been following like comedians on social media, and like a lot of them, like as soon as outside opened back up, they had to jump back on the stage and be amidst mm-hmm. the crowd of people, even though the crowds were smaller. But even people like Earthquake talking about it on his radio show, like I mean, they were surviving off of Cash App donations from virtual shows. So what do you think people are going to do when outside? You know, I'm just saying in that profession, at least mm-hmm. they're yeah. going to jump back in the heart of the fucking pandemic that really is still going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. DJs, strippers, bartenders all have been outside trying to do their jobs in a way that makes some kind of sense and risking their lives doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I- so, you know, Good luck to everybody out there just trying to make the rent, man, because rent is due when? Very don't, soon. Don't remind yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the disheartening thing, though, is that we could literally afford to have given everybody a few thousand dollars a month during this time. That's and that case. They just, they just no won't. Miss Chanel. No, Miss Come on, now. You know how capitalism is, man. You know, we need missiles. We need... <laughs> We need big guns to go pow pow. And for the shit that we absolutely really need, we need to find the cheapest alternative. Yes. Everything shipped from India and China. Because we got a profit margin to maintain. I ain't ain't gonna lie though. If they (laughs) if they hit everybody with that few thousand dollars a month or whatever, I would have all the shoes and I would just have a bunch of oatmeal pies. And lime <laughs> chips. So you, but would you stay the fuck out of people's face and would you be more comfortable staying at home? Yes, I would. I would. No, I he wouldn't because he needs to wear those shoes somewhere. 
He's going to wear them to the 7-Eleven to go get the oatmeal pies. That's real shit. I've been trying to get somebody to come outside just so I can show you know what I'm saying? Just so you can start on a nigga. I know. Yeah, I, I bought some Jordans. I'm like, man, I can't even go nowhere in these bitches. I've just been wearing them to the grocery store and shit. <laughs> Let me stun on these essential workers real quick. Oh, oh, oh. Hope you see a seventeen. Hope you see a seventeen-year-old real quick. <laughs> Standing in that Wegman's line and shit. <laughs> I ain't fucking with Wegman's. Y'all came in. Uh, y'all fucking up my Wegman's. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I done, I done, I don't even want to tell you what I probably done brought to that Wegman's man. <laughs> I, I've seen the line. I've seen the line. I'm, I'm done with brought, that Wegman's. He brought COVID two five. Real shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. I need y'all to go back and cross that county line. Leave my Wegman's alone. Man. I done brought all kind of land over shit. <laughs> oh, oh man, Miss Janelle, do you have a touchy subject for us? I do. Um, I am an avid listener of uh, a friend to the show, um, Faith Uncut, and one of their hosts, Mike Richardson, discussed Afrofuturism. Um, a couple weeks back and it really got me to thinking like people are talking about things going back to normal and I know that I never want things to go back to normal. Um, so my imagination has been at work and I just want to know for you all, if you can imagine a utopia for black folks, what are some of the things that it would include? About two more locations for kitchen cray and milk and honey. That's real shit. And then three or more locations for new vegan, some healthier spots. I want them to be as synonymous as your McDonald's and your Chick-fil-A's and Wendy's of the world. Mm. I would like black restaurant owners to get their due. Um that would be number one. Like, I want to be able to go to Watch Apple and look at Black-owned businesses that thrive to the level of a Target, to the level of a, of a Starbucks, to the level of a Panera, and know that I'm supporting folks that look like me. If I could go to a barbershop, my, my nigga barbershop, and that joint did up like a sports clips, That'd be lit. The cycling shop that I that I go to is purely out of convenience. I know there's a black-owned spot kind of closer to CEO, um, but getting there, like trying to, if I need something really quick done to my bike, the convenient thing is just to go up the street. I want to see more black-owned cycling spots um, because the customer care is like, I don't know. It's just different. We could talk different to each other. We just know, like, if I say that joke, making this noise, or da, 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 I don't want to have to. Oh, you talking about the da da da? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like if I went to the spot closer to see, like, the, it's a spot off of uh, Richie Road, hmm. that I would, I can go in there and say, this joke acting up. When I switch here, go blah, 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 blah. And he could, he could just know exactly what I'm talking about. 
I, it's a lot of things I have to translate, and I I don't want to translate anymore. I want to just talk to my people. Mm-hmm. That would be my utopia. I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I feel like I feel like I'm so conditioned or whatever that like whatever I can ponder utopia being, we'd still be in a trail position, if that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So I, I don't even I, I I really don't even know. I'm not I don't even feel qualified to even I don't know. I don't know if they if 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 there was like a genie that was like, okay, what do you what do you want to make everything perfect for y'all? Like I would feel like that's a catch twenty two because I'm not I don't know. I don't I'm I don't know how to I just can't fathom. I can't fathom it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everything that was thrown out there, like that, sounds good though. Because I was before. A big, a big piece of the programming was to stunt imagination. When everything is given to you, it makes it hard for you to create. So the position that you're in is the position that most people are in. Um, so yeah, that makes absolute sense. Major. My um. I, I'm, I'm real adamant about the barbershop jump. That jump, like, I feel like if it, if it was like, like I said, done up like a sports clip, um, it's something empowering about taking a, a simple experience like that and to have it, I guess, modified to make you feel important as a consumer. Like I walk into that establishment and don't feel like I'm about to get robbed. I feel like I'm about to get a service done and everything good and I'm still around my people and it's kind of like piggybacking off of what T said because I, I, I'd want that from all black owned establishment um, as far as overall utopia like government type shit I'd, I'd want it to look something not 100% similar to the system but I want it to feel at least like close to the representation like I don't know how the government would be but I wanted to be predominantly black, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of pretty much the gist of where I'm at with it. I, I'd like I'd like to see a lot of black faces, um, something different as far as prison. I feel like we can come up with a better alternative because niggas, niggas know how to deal with that crazy nigga in the family, so why not? Yeah, yeah, just sit that nigga down, give him some Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let that nigga let that nigga shoot a gun in the woods or some shit. Yeah, for thirty minutes. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, let him hold the remote control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unplug that job. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a major key for me. Like I, I went off on a on a a wild tangent where I want to see, first of all, reparations to uh, indigenous people. Um, and I want them to be able to reclaim their land overall. I want monetary reparations to black folks. I want to um, have a situation where we can talk to indigenous peoples about acquiring land from them so that we can establish our own communities. I want um, I want people to have small communities where we're raising and teaching our children um, our own culture where we have a- 
access to doctors, pharmacists, um, engineers, electricians, carpenters in our communities who take care of us, who build for us, who build in the style that we want, um, where we merge and we respect what what people have done before us. You know what I mean? What the what the natives have done and what they have started to establish. I want to, you know, abolish policing as we know it. I want us to hold each other accountable with restorative justice. Um, I want to see us. Um, I want to see us go back to a time where we exchanged goods and services that were not money, where we lent our talents to our community, um, where we lent our resources to our community and, and our communities can be um, reflective of our values. And if a community near ours did not share the same values, y'all did what y'all did and we did what we did and we didn't have to we didn't have to have a violent clash, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's crazy because in imagining things like that, the conditioning that the capitalist society that I currently live in made me throw up roadblocks like, but you can't do blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is, this is Janelleville. This is my own thing. Mm. Why can't we? You know what I mean? But it's interesting that CEO said what he said because I was finding myself having a crisis of imagination and then I had to just say, you know what, nah, fuck all of that. If none of this existed, how would I want it to exist? Um, and it's still, it's still some limits in there. You know what I mean? Well, just I thought about clear, it. I'm sorry. Just to be clear, my utopia still involves capitalism. I don't want to. <laughs> no, you don't want to get rid of every fucking thing. I, look, I just want to be clear. Hey, capitalism is, still exists. It's going to be some African rich utopia. Going to be some rich ones. Going to be some uh, not so rich yeah, ones. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Janelle. Go ahead. No, but the thing about it is people, people have married the idea of upward mobility as when it comes to economics, they married that idea with capitalism when that's not the only means by which people can obtain wealth. The thing about capitalism is it sits on the pillars of racism and patriarchy and it demands that there be a class that is constantly being crushed. The thing is, you can get rich, you can get money, there can be people who have more um, there, are, there can be people who are quote unquote working class. And the, the, the crazy part is we don't even understand that there's a lot of people that are okay with that. You know what I mean? But the structure of capitalism in itself says that there has to be somebody that is consistently being exploited. And uh, it depends on a, a subset of people that we can afford to kill if you want to be the most blatant about it. And I understand, Greece, you're all about that, but I just want the <laughs> listeners, <laughs> I just want the listeners to understand that there is, that there is a way that we can live in a society where there are people who, who live on a, a scale that's a little bit more lavish than the rest, but that doesn't mean a, a, a crippling of a certain class to maintain that status. 
You know what? I just realized something. To me, utopia could be separation. 100%. And, you know, yeah. I just, it, it just dawned on me because, the, the, you know, the things that are thrown out there in this uh, brief conversation, it actually sounds like, yo, like, let us be amongst each other. <laughs> you know? That's what I, yeah. I mean, that's kind of yeah, what I pretty was pretty much. Thinking. When I was saying community, I was talking about it just being us. Yeah, that <laughs> that's exactly what the I people saying. that I fuck with, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, and, and that's not by means suggesting one race. I was just like us. Mm-hmm. Like people who are all on the same, you know, same. We on this team. Yeah, we on the same mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, no, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, that's the thing. Like, when you have a universal system, it's like whoever whoever determines how that system operates, it's just going to benefit them. You know what I mean? And I think that's what this nation is. I had a conversation not too long ago, and I was speaking about, like, there's always going to be, like, a hierarchy. There's always going to be a, a totem pole, so to say, within tribes, within prides, within schools, uh, whatever whatever grouping of life forms that you have, there's going to be a hierarchy. The problem is in America, that hierarchy has people at the top that don't give a fuck about anything underneath them. So you don't, it's like the, the, there's not care being, they're not caring for everyone as opposed to if you break it down into bits and pieces, like tribes, uh, Native American tribes. There was a chief. There was somebody that you had to answer to. There was somebody calling the shots, but that that chief gave a fuck about the smallest Indian. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. if you know, to me, utopia can look something like that, where you you know just break up break up this fucking one system, one government thing in this nation. Well, that's a dope ass um, touchy subject, Miss Janelle. Thank you for taking the journey with me, man. Rest yeah. in peace to JW. I don't know yeah, if you've heard that. Um, former no. co-host, uh-huh. former co-host of Faith Uncut, along with um, oh, Mike and Amira, uh, another person gone too soon. So rest in peace to him as well. Uh, C Major, you have something for us. Um, You're not ready. No. Let me say that you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Reels and Feels. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at T Greasy. I'm Devious Dose. You can find me on Twitter at C Major, P U A C E E. That's C E Major, P U A C E E. Um, you can find me on IG at C Major, that's C E E Major. Vibrant, still streaming everywhere. Um, action on SoundCloud. Uh, gotta get it. Music video, YouTube. Um, I put uh, steaks on the grill this weekend. Them shits was fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, did you, yeah. did you post them? Uh, nah, nah, I ain't post them. I ain't post them. I ain't, they ain't need to see it. They ain't need to see it. They just, <laughs> just need to know why. Uh, yeah. Nigga, nigga snuck over to the parents' house and started grilling, and then yeah. <laughs> Then you got that right. Ma got the alert that a, a vehicle was in the driveway and called that nigga on FaceTime. He didn't want to show her the deck. <laughs> Wait, don't talk about you start cooking other motherfucking steak. <laughs> no, it was our steak. It was our steak. Using other motherfuckers' grills and charcoal. Grills and charcoal. 
Yeah. And shit. They try to point the FaceTime up in the sky and shit. Hey, <laughs> Ma- <laughs> and Montreal's uh, Montreal steak seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dude in the Corner. See, Major. Are you ready now? What we got right here is Linnell Lewis with a track called In This World featuring MJ Withers. He just dropped something this week, right? Yeah, part two just just came out. Mm -hmm. I got it on Spotify. Off the part two, available everywhere. Now in this world you get lifestyles fully loaded equipped. Now pour my liquor in this mix and dry my sorrows in my sips. Flashing chromatics and habits that bring static. Try to keep myself recluse from all the acts of the dramatics. See, I'm the type to gather intelligence, taking keynotes. Coming right back for force, no need for reloads. Wrecking flexing in the fray, question if it's meant for me. Ain't afraid to witness what they play. Let me say, hey, shipping kinda hazy and lately I'm feeling crazy. Only thing that kinda saves me is in the form of my lady. Now through emotions, that's my baby, she's deserving the crown. Rubs my head, whispers in my ear, please calm down. Now I'm never losing focus, but I'm known to lose my temper. Born amongst the autumn, but colder than all the winter. Spring forth, I kill him, been doing for 30 summers. I collect the moss forever, repping it till I'm under, yeah. In this world, you're getting multiple choices. You gotta split this way. I gotta stay on my grind. My grind. Choices you gotta split, that's why I gotta stay on my grind. My grind, my grind. In this world, you get multiple choices, you gotta split. That's why I'm praying every day about the losses I won't forget. From the bitches I used to hit, to niggas who talking shit, to them family members that disown me and never gave a shit. What the fuck is this? The thinking fraudulent, always attacking my character like villains in them graphic novel strips to prove my prominence in this. Who is MJ mad at every time he goes to the studio? Um, that's a good question. The thing is, it could range from anyone. It could be, okay. it could be, you know, his homie. It could be his girl. It could be mm-hmm. you, Miss Janelle. Okay. It could be me. All it right. could be the uh, the aunt that uh, you know, crossed this path that he's walking through his threshold. Okay. You know, <laughs> he's doesn't an really angry take nigga, much. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be Tom and Jerry. That's real shit. <laughs> it could be the road runner. <laughs> Daffy Duck. I actually feel about that. There's always there's always someone to be mad at. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna walk mad. around happy. You, you choose to be mad, I, I feel sorry for you. I'm just saying, there's always a viable option. Shit. Just look out the window and pick a motherfucker, man. I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna end this podcast with uh, <laughs> take care of yourself, people. Uh, do what makes you happy, uh, except making other people mad. And, and do who uh, makes you happy? That too, man. Yeah, man. Even if, even if she makes you mad. Con- consensually. Consensually. Y'all take it easy. Have a blessed week, whatever that means to you. <laughs>